Grand Canyon University, an affordable private Christian university, is one of the largest and fastest growing universities in the country, offering more than 270 programs online. In addition to federal grants and aid, GCU's online students received nearly $130 million in institutional scholarships in 2022. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu slash myoffer to see the scholarships you may qualify for. Five-time All-Star, Larry Boa, World Series champ as a player and a coach. He joins us on the Out of Bounds show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. I, I had all his baseball cards, watched many games that he played in. Uh, wh- do, you, do you ever talk to Pete Rose, Larry? Oh, yeah. In fact, we, we just had a, uh, uh, a big uh, – we celebrated the 1980 two years ago when we saw him. And I see him occasionally. He'll come uh, – whether it be a memorabilia show where you're signing autographs, and uh, he's doing good. Pete's doing good. I mean, he, I think he's already uh, come to the conclusion that he's probably not going to get into the Hall of Fame, uh, but uh, he's handling it the best he can, and he knows he made mistakes. He'll be the first to tell you he made some mistakes, but he's the kind of guy that when you played against him, you hated him, Yeah. and when he got on your team, you loved him. I mean, he's one of those guys, man, that uh, you talk about never giving away at bats, uh, concentration level at a high, high level every at bat. Uh, it doesn't matter if you're winning ten nothing or losing ten nothing. Uh, this guy was locked in as soon as he put that uniform on. Wow, Charlie Hustle. Remember watching him as a yep. kid too. Incredible. Larry Boa joining us on the Out of Bounds show, uh, sharing some great stories. Was cut all three years from his high school team. So. Parents and, and kids out there, remember that. Didn't give up. Dad continued to support him, found a way. Uh, even if it's just to play in college, obviously did uh, ended up with MLB with, with Larry Boa. Uh, Mike Schmidt, I, I just loved him as a kid. Yep. Again, I, I, I ended up with like 20,000 baseball cards. So I was seven, eight, nine years <laughs> old. You know, 1983, I'm, I'm 10 years old. I, I couldn't get enough of that era in which you, you played, Larry. What, what was Mike? Schmidt like as a as a personality and a and a teammate Larry. Mike was pretty his demeanor I, I think the reason he didn't hit it off in Philly early in his career. Let me state that. I mean at the end of his career, they loved this guy and they knew they appreciated what he did. But he always made things look so easy. You could put any kind of ball in his hands. Bowling ball, golf ball, football, basketball. He was just a natural athlete. Uh had tremendous skills. Uh, I'll give you a real quick story. In uh, I think it was seventy-two or three. I don't know. Well, he was he was a high pick for the Phillies, and usually when you have a high pick, they fly you into Philadelphia, have the big press conference. They let you go down on the field and work out, and then they'll send you to the affiliate that they want to send you to. In this particular instance, he was going to work out in Philly, then go to Reading, Pennsylvania, which is real close. So, I'm taking pregame and. And, and I can, you know, when you feel somebody standing behind you, you know, I felt somebody stand behind me and he signed as a shortstop. And so I turned around, I said, Hey, what's up? And I introduced myself and I said, congratulations. And he says, do you mind if I take some grounders? I said, no. So we started taking grounders and I could see this guy is going to be something special just by watching him. And so, you know, me being my personality after a while, we start talking. I said, Oh, by the way, he said, I said, you might want to pick another position because I plan on being here for a while. <laughs> he tells that story all the time. 
And eventually they did move him to third base. And I told him, I said, you're lucky I played because if you played short, you might have blown out your knees or whatever. I said, you went over there and played third and became a Hall of Famer. But he would have been a Hall of Famer no matter what position he played. But people had the wrong – he didn't come across as a true Philadelphia player, you know, guys that got dirty. And he didn't have to do that. He was such a great athlete. And so he wanted to win as bad as I wanted to win. But people – because of his personality and he's sort of aloof when he did his pregame stuff, a lot of times people thought he didn't care. But trust me, he cared more than anybody. And you could tell his very first year he hit under 200, but I think he had close to 20 home runs. You could see this guy is going to be something special. And it, on defense, he was unbelievable. He could go right, he could go left, he could come in, he could go back. Uh, he's the greatest. You know, I never got to play in the American League, so. I know Brooks Robinson, watching him on video, was a great third baseman. But uh, as far as in the National League, I, I'd never seen a third baseman like this guy. Uh, Schmidt was so good. God, and you're right. Yes, he, he was. He made it look easy, so I don't think everybody appreciated what he was doing. And yet you know right. playing so long is damn hard to, to make all, yeah. all those plays. Larry Boa on the Out of Bounds show, longtime player and Manager, coach, Major League Baseball, uh, two-time World Series champion, five-time All-Star, and he joins us on the Farm Bureau Insurance guest line. I've only got a couple of minutes, but I got to talk a little bit about Chicago. Um, So you go to Chicago. I'm a kid. I I have WGN. That was back when I didn't get it. We didn't get a bunch of games on Saturday. You got the game of the week, but you got all the Cubs games. Okay, so... Mm-hmm. It, it was it was you and that that whole crew. Um, like Lee Smith was one of my favorite players ever. I always say this, Larry. Yep. It took Lee Smith an hour and a half to walk from the bullpen to the mound when when y'all called him <laughs> in. I just loved it. Um, it took about thirty seconds though to get it three up and three down though. <laughs> wasn't he so good? Golly, yeah, he was. He uh, was great. What was it like to? I, I, I think it was the '84 series that broke my heart with the Padres, yep. Cubs, and Tony Gwynn. And I love Tony, but I, I had to be a Cub. Um, what was right. it like to play for Chicago and Wrigley and have Harry Carey there in all those day games, Larry? It, it, next, next to playing in Philly, it was, it was it was the greatest place I ever played. The city was great. Uh, at that time, we didn't have lights. Uh, I think that was the biggest concern because when we went on road trips to the West Coast or East Coast. We play night games, then we come back and we without a day off and play a day game. Uh, that was the biggest difference. Eventually, Dallas Green got lights there, but because that team was not a real good team, and then when we all of us went over there, they used to call it the Phillies, Philly, the Chicago Phillies, because a lot of those players—Bob Dernier, Ryan Sandberg, myself, Gary Matthews—all these guys went, played with the Phillies, went over with Chicago with Dallas, but. That city was electric, that entire 84. And like you said, we can't, we win the first two games against San Diego. That's probably the most disappoint, disappointed I've ever been. Not knowing, you know, when you go up 2 nothing, the best out of five, I'm not saying you think you got it made, but you got the hammer in your hand. And we went out there, and they swept us. i got to give them credit. They swept us. And, you know, looking back on that, that would have been a great series, us playing Detroit, but it didn't happen. But... I loved playing in Chicago. It was almost like you had a regular job, especially when you were at home. You get up 8 o'clock, you go to the ballpark. By 4.30, 5 o'clock, you're done. You go home, you have dinner like a normal human being. Yeah. It was a nice routine to get into. 
then you'd have to go on the road and obviously make adjustments on the road. But uh, it was a great, great year in 84. I just wish we'd have won another game there and got to a World Series. That's This is great. Larry Bowell on the Out of Bounds Show. Larry, thank you so much uh, for your time today. Cool for me to uh, to interview someone who I watched uh, play so much uh, over on the NL side with the, with the Phillies and the Cubs as a kid. And uh, your stories on uh, Pete Rose and Mike Smith and yourself—it's incredible. We're, well, I got one—I got one real quick story I'm going to tell you. My very first game, I played for Spartanburg, South Carolina. I was a starting shortstop. Uh, I'd never been out of California, so obviously I went to spring training in Florida. Then I broke camp, and my very first game—the one thing I did as a player—I put the ball in play all the time. I struck out four straight times, and I was sitting in my chair. And the manager, Bob Wellman, came over. He says, you all right? And I said, hey, if this is what professional baseball is all about. I said, you might as well send me back to Sacramento. And he said, this guy's going to be something special. And I'm thinking he's just trying to, you know, keep me going in a positive direction. Well, anyway, the pitcher turned out to be Nolan Ryan. Wow. I look back at that. <laughs> Larry Boa yeah, on the Out of Bounds show. Larry, thank you so much. Take care, my friend. Oh. All right, you take care. Thank you. That was great. That that made my week. Larry Boa on the Out of Bounds Show and the Farm Bureau Insurance Guest Line. If you missed any of it, go to Apple Podcast or Spotify. Search Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds. We'll see you tomorrow.